0: Praise God, welcome back to another episode on Point of Eternity And today we are continuing our study on the book of Ezekiel And specifically, this is session 4 And we are going to enter into chapter 2 And by the way, in the last episode We had seen God's throne room The chariot uh, where God is present Heaven's throne room The concept of the hyper-dimensional space Especially we understood or we we went through how the description of the chariot is more than the dimensions of mere three dimensions. It is a multi-dimensional approach when we try to understand that concept of space. And we also uh, saw the super angels category, the cherubim. uh, And we also uh, touched upon seraphim, the living creatures. And we saw the beauty of the four faces of those cherubim Resembling the four directions of the camp of Israel And also the design of the gospels So uh, if you have missed that uh, kindly go and watch that episode uh, So that uh, you will get to know what Ezekiel the prophet saw And today we are entering into the second chapter Session 4 And where we are going to see where the prophet Ezekiel Is being called by the Lord God is calling the prophet Ezekiel And uh, this is Not just in chapter 2 But also in chapter 3 But let's enter into chapter 2 And he said to me Son of man Stand on your feet And I will speak to you Did you see that phrase Son of man Son of man In the original it is Ben Adam or son of the dust yes Adam formed from the dust this phrase is seen in Ezekiel around 93 times so what does this son of the dust mean and especially as we are studying the prophets call. see, it points to the nothingness of humanity we humans are actually nothing Nothing means before the great and majestic God, we are so finite, so small, that nothingness is portrayed. Yet God graciously calls Ezekiel to be his spokesperson. Dear people of God, it's the same thing with us. In a way, we are also nothing but the Lord out of his grace Chooses us Calls us And Asks us To partner with him In doing great things for him Amen And also Don't confuse this son of man That phrase With The son of man Concept which we read in the new testament See when we read Son of man in the gospels Referring to Christ Jesus That man is called Anthropos Anthropos that signifies the humanity of Jesus where Jesus is identifying with the whole of humanity. So don't confuse this son of man with Jesus being addressed as son of man. Let's proceed. And he said to me, son of man, stand on your feet and I will speak to you. Stand on your feet. Remember in chapter 1, When Ezekiel saw that majestic vision of the glory of God and uh, those cherubim and the chariot, he fell down after seeing the Lord's glory. Now the Lord is telling him, Stand on your feet, Ezekiel. I want to speak to you. Stand up. Then the spirit entered me when he spoke to me and set me on my feet. And I heard him who spoke to me. The Spirit entered me. See in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit did not permanently indwell any person. At certain times, the Spirit came upon people temporarily for certain divine purposes. We so you see that in Exodus and Judges, in 1 Samuel and also in Ezekiel. There was all a temporary coming down And uh, the Holy Spirit uh, taking control of a person's abilities and uh, making him or her do certain things. But compare this with the Holy Spirit indwelling a believer in the New Testament. Paul the Apostle says that we are sealed by the Holy Spirit for the day of redemption. You see that? In the New Testament, the Holy Spirit permanently indwells a person. Praise be to God. Wonderful contrast between the Old Testament and the New Testament way of how the Holy Spirit indwells a person. And he said to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day. Rebellious nation. That's a frequent term Which we see in Ezekiel You know we see In the next 10 verses 7 times That term rebellious nation And altogether That term is seen 17 times in this book Such a powerful term And also I want you to see that word nation Rebellious nation Normally in the Old Testament Hebrew language the word for nation is Goy, and goi is used to signify all other nations except Israel so why do we see here nation being referred to Israel see the people of God out of disobeying God rebelling against God and his ways has now temporarily become in the words of Hosea lo ammi not my people they have violated the precepts and commandments of God and temporarily for a time they are not uh, God's people temporarily again I say temporarily that's why God addresses them as rebellious nation and at this time I want you to uh, think about the captivity of 70 years we read about the captivity of uh, the people of Israel for a period of 70 years the answer for why they went for 70 years is seen in 2nd Chronicles. 2nd Chronicles 36 verse 21 It says why they were exiled to Babylon for exactly 70 years. See according to the Levitical law, the people of Israel could work in their fields for 6 years continuously. And the 7th year should be kept as a Sabbath for the land. The people disobeyed that commandment. They disregarded that commandment. And 490 years passed. They did not obey or they did not keep that law. And therefore, 70 Sabbaths were pending in the Lord's eyes. Therefore, God took the land away from this people for exactly 70 years do you see that it's so serious thing be very careful with regard to what God says in his word we are not in any way uh, be bypassing or you know having a shortcut with regard to his word God is serious dear people of God God is serious in his word The land was exactly taken away from the people for 70 years. For 70 years, the land was left idle when the people spent their time in a foreign land in Babylon. We will touch upon all these things uh, more in chapter 4. For they are impudent and stubborn children. I am sending you to them. And you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God, impudent and stubborn children. We are going to hear these terms more often in this book. And watch this I am sending you. Ezekiel, we saw in chapter 1, he's a priest. Though he's a priest, he's now called by the Lord to function as a prophet. Dear people, when God calls, he will anoint. He will anoint a person for the call for which God is calling that person. Praise the Lord. Thus says the Lord God. You see that terminology? Lord God. In the original, it is Adonai Yahweh. It is seen 114 times in this book alone. In the rest of the Old Testament, we see that phrase around 217 times totally. But in this book alone, we see that for 114 times. And also, this is a phrase which should be used very carefully. It was a capital offense if anyone used that phrase lightly. If anyone spoke on behalf of God his life was at risk especially if he used this phrase Thus says the Lord God The people of Israel will put that person to a test and if that person failed that prophetic word they will stone him to death That was the command given by the Lord And God tells Ezekiel To declare that what he says Will be God's word Dear people Today in the present time Many people use that phrase Very loosely Thus says the Lord God Or God says like this And uh, he is telling me to tell you Many people misuse that phrase I want you to know very carefully Never ever use that phrase Until and unless A person is very sure that God has spoken to him very precisely regarding anyone or any situation. Do not ever use that phrase carelessly. Let's proceed. As for them, whether they are here or whether they refuse, for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been among them. They will know that a prophet has been among them the fulfillment of what a prophet said was the test of a true prophet that was the command given in deuteronomy and we see that again in jeremiah the fulfillment of what a prophet said that was very crucial and you son of man do not be afraid of them nor be afraid of their words though briars and thorns are with you and you dwell among scorpions do not be afraid of their words or dismayed by their looks though they are a rebellious house briars thorns scorpions interesting description of what ezekiel is going to face in his ministerial duty god is telling him beforehand that the people uh, who are awaiting him or uh, he's going to face lots of opposition Briars, thorn scorpions. You shall speak my words to them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Again, rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. People of God, When a person receives a message from the Lord Just as God told Ezekiel God is telling even us today Hear what I say to you Open your mouth and eat what I give you Now when I looked There was a hand stretched out to me And behold a scroll of a book was in it Then he spread it before me And there was writing on the inside And on the outside and written on it were lamentations and mourning and woe. Writing on the inside and on the outside. Normally, in those times, only one side of a scroll was written. But there was an exception when it came to the title deed. Where terms and conditions of this deed was, you know, all of those terms and conditions were written on the outside. So scrolls written inside and outside we see them twice in scripture. One is here. Ezekiel is instructed to eat that scroll in Ezekiel chapter 3. We will come to that later. And the second occurrence is in Revelation chapter 5. The seven sealed scroll written inside and and on the back side which which, which brings judgment. Then We read that in that words, lamentations and mourning and woe. Lamentations, mourning and woe, they give the gist of the contents which we are going to read or study in Ezekiel chapter 4 to 32. Because in the latter part of the book, after chapter 32, the tone of Ezekiel's message changes. Ezekiel speaks of restoration after that his message content itself changes after chapter 32 but till 32 we are going to see lamentations, mourning and woe so interesting stuff it's only 10 verses but God is calling Ezekiel and the rest of the call and the commission we are going to see in chapter 3 So, read through chapter 3, read through chapter 2 again and prepare ourselves as we are going to study that book. Very interesting stuff. Amen. So, God is telling even today to us as people of God, just as he told Ezekiel. God told him, you shall speak my words to them, whether they hear or whether they refuse. If you are a servant of God I just want to encourage you today You are supposed to speak The word of the living God It doesn't matter whether your audience Is hearing that Or whether they are rejecting it willfully God will hold us accountable If we are not telling them What God has told us To declare to them Don't worry God is with us To strengthen us To empower us Remember for the call for which God is calling you God will anoint you God will strengthen you God will empower you And all what we need to have Is obey God's word As it is Period Add nothing more to it Do not take away anything from it Just declare his word To whatever circumstance To whatever group of people To whom the Lord is sending you Be faithful to the Lord. Amen. May the Lord help you to do that for his glory. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your word. And as we are going through your word, especially the book of Ezekiel, help us to understand its precepts and help us to apply it in and through our life for your glory, Lord. Help us to be your voice to a lost and dying generation To a lost world. Help us to be the light of the world. Thank you Father. Strengthen all my hearers. And prepare us for your coming. In Jesus name we humbly pray. Amen.